Let's get nuts. some like pushing too many button thingies here and whatever the heck is going on i miss i need to get my stream deck back that's what it's at anyways guys welcome to film junkie live Ugh, it's hard to do it when you have to scroll through things and use your mouse my god thank you guys for clicking in let's have a little chat here hopefully you guys are doing good it's the end of monday so that's always good make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell do all that and everything and hopefully you guys had a good day and a uh, good weekend and everything that's um everything that everything that we're two weeks what less than two weeks away i guess you could say from uh the flash from everyone seeing the flash but uh yeah pretty crazy it's creeping up creeping up we got transformers this weekend which is yeah i'll check that out which uh you know i'm like kind of whatever on it but yeah i definitely will check that out all right let's see who's out there okay Mr. Baba Scott, I, I think you're just using my chat to promote your short film, I guess? Which I'm curious, but seems like every live stream I do, you're promoting that, which, you know, I don't know if you if send me something, a trailer, maybe, I don't know. Uh, James Noel, can't wait to see The Flash. Me too. More and more, I'm starting to wonder if Henry's role in Flash hasn't been nearly cut down. Well, I mean, there's going to be a presence, that's for damn sure going on droga christina hudson's uh batman movie we lost didn't she write the flash oh yeah you don't like women writers so everybody canceled droga anyways uh nighthawk miss nighthawk is here good to see ya good to see you we had a good weekend we got out of town which was great we got miss lisa jackson right here too we got tet oh boy what's going on we got miss uh stephanie t right here as well so that's good 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 one six shape hey yo yeah yo what's happening yo all right let's go ahead and do that mr nobody i can admit when i was wrong apparently it really was michael keaton and not michelle pfeiffer with the long hair can you blame me for wanting to see catwoman i don't blame you at all because michelle pfeiffer if you saw ant-man quantumania guess what She's still looking very, uh, very good. Still looking pretty damn good, so. But you never know what's going to be happening when it comes to this. All right, and we got uh, Eleanor right here. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Galactic Fearsome. Glad to see Keaton retaining some of his humor from the Burton films. It seems like the Muschietti's handle his character with care. Yeah, it depends on who you talk to. Oh, my God. I mean, it. still, there's always those people that just go, what the heck? And I'm like, did you not watch the keaton batman films do you want keaton to be i don't know it's always very strange it's always very strange to see people's reaction we got elaine right here from uh batman chris nolan batman films to christina so we got god damn the christina hodson hate is real holy shit you know i don't know everybody's raving about the flash she helped write it now you guys are all just hating on her okay so let's cancel lane too apparently you know, those damn women writers, right? Am I right? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Lisa, press screening uh, Vegas tomorrow, and you got into it. Yeah, there you go. You'll be you'll be good. You'll be good. You'll be good. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Sheik. Sheik. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sheik Niner or Sheik. I'm saying that right. I don't know. 
Uh, let's see. We got Niner for Life, another Niner fan right here. So we got some Niner fans in here. We got Eric Patterson. Good to see you. Thomas, what up? Got tickets for The Flash next Monday. Need to drive all the way to Irvine. But I'm sure it'll be worth it all. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it's not one of the situations that I got in a couple of weeks ago. But I do have something to say, too. After I get done talking to the chats, accuracy. Grace just tweeted out her flash reaction. You got to talk about G -g 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 Grace. Yeah, I saw it. She loved it. Shocker. You know, obviously she's paid. Obviously she's paid. So, you know, she's paid. She, you see, you know, she's just paying her. She's on that Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, uh, you know, pay uh, pay grade or whatever the heck. Pay. She gets a paycheck just like I do. Unless uh, some official site confirms Andy directing. Okay, that's what we're going to talk about, Cortez. I uh, love you guy. You're getting ahead of me right here. You're getting ahead of me. So, anyways. All right. So, that's pretty much it right there. Well, uh, let's see. Let's, let me turn that off. Okay. So, again, thank you guys for uh, clicking in and uh, spending some time with me. We're going to talk about, of course, uh, some, some Superman's presence because it just seems like lately with TV spots and clips, they've been showing clips. There's been talks of, I mean, there's a lot of Superman talk and something that, uh, that was on a TV spot as well. Yeah. We'll talk to you. So, you know, if you're trying to go in fresh with the flash as fresh as possible, let's, uh, you know, I'm not going to show too much. I'm not going to show the clips because I don't trust Warner brothers. Let's face it. I don't trust Warner brothers when it comes to showing clips. I'll probably, you know, the, the, the stream probably will get die bombed, probably get sniped. So I'm going to be careful with that. I'm not going to show the clips, but I'm going to talk about the clips, uh, that have been happening that have been shown pretty much the past few days. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Andy Muschietti again. Um, and then of course with the scoopers talking about that, he is in fact going to be directing brave in the bold which you know i talked about that last week because it was already kind of out there but now it's like i don't know there's something very interesting about that that i'm going to talk about and then of course we'll talk about the box office and how across the spider-verse like blew away all the box office projections my god did it blow away that which was great and then the dga they were going to go on strike and i think they might avoid such strike but you know we still got the writer strike happening i don't know it's all very strange but uh we're going to go over an article that came out and talk about that all right guys let's get uh let's already get uh let's get to the tweets here huh let's get to the tweets and see what's going on in the twitter world uh oh i'm such a simp no i'm just like eh, whatever you snyder fans i tell you i'm <laughs> just kidding just kidding don't cancel me Anyways, all right, let's get to the tweets. Let's get to the, let me turn that on. All right, let's get to the tweets. Here we go. All right. So we have this right here, Hot Toys, showing off some Batfleck. And the bike looks cool. Everything else, not so much. <laughs> Look at that face. Look at that face. Look at the, just, urgh, man. Yeah, this Hot Toys, I saw a lot of people complaining about it. And, you know, obviously, again, you got a lot of people that just really, really loathe the uh, the Flash Batman Batfleck costume. They really hate it, which, you know, there's an interesting story behind it. I mean, there's that, that's a better image right there. But a lot of people are not liking some of this stuff right here. But, you know, I mean, let's face it. I mean, it was just going to be it was supposed to be just it's a it's one scene that he's in him in the bat suit. Obviously, it's going to be an action sequence. We've seen the, the um, 
the we've seen it in the trailers. We've seen all that. And uh, anybody who's seen The Flash, please don't talk about spoilers. But, uh, I mean, to me, it's like it's a daytime suit. It's one of those things. It was actually supposed to be a full-on stunt suit. And that's that's pretty much what it is. It's more of a stunt suit than anything. Yes, it's not. Obviously, when, when it comes to me and when it comes to my favorite bat suit, cinematic bat suit, it is... It is the BVS suit, but I just, again, I just, I love the hyperbole, the fan hyperbole. This is the worst bat suit I have e that they've ever created. I'm like, did you not see Gotham? Did you not see that fucking monstrosity? Um, I'll take this over that. Okay, there's been worse bat suits. Stop it with the, it's the worst thing ever. My childhood is ruined. Just shit like that. I hate it, but that's not a bad shot right there. That's not a bad look at him, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Hot Toys doesn't do it justice, pardon the pun, but yeah, there you go. There's a Hot Toys thing right there. What's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. And then, of course, uh, we have the official uh, Tadum teaser right here that was released on, on the 1st, so... We got, you know, obviously we talked about Rebel Moon crumbs right there. So obviously Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon is going to be a part of that. It's going to be great. It's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, boy. Okay. How we feeling? Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Possibly our new Superman. Huh? What? No. No. What are you talking about? Is he going to be our new Superman? Who knows? Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case. Nobody knows if it's going to be the case. Um, this was just reported by Variety. They did like an article talking about that. And then they said they put this guy's name in right here, which uh, let me see. What's his name? Pearson Fode. Fode? Fode? Pearson Fode. According to Variety, he is in the running to be the new Superman and Superman Legacy, James Gunn's Superman Legacy. But if you actually if you actually look at the article, you actually go like, okay, let's let's what's going on here? He just sent in an audition tape. I mean, that's there's who knows how many actors are trying to get this role. Obviously, there's a lot of actors that would love to get this role because it would put them on the map because you know, it is Superman, even though I would, you know, you'd think like some actors would be like, I don't want to be, you know, typecast or stranglehold to Superman. But, you know, you know, that's not all of them right there. But this guy right here, apparently sent in, he sent in an audition tape. That's it. That's as far as it goes. That's as far as it goes. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. But he, he uh, apparently did. And you know what? I mean, he has, you know, a certain look. I mean, I guess if you made that hair, you know, jet black and put the little curl or whatever the hell, you know, he's got the eyes. He's got some purdy eyes, I guess you could say. Um, if you look at his IMDb, if you look at his IMDb, it, he's not been in much. He was in an episode of Supergirl. He was in an episode of Supergirl I saw on the IMDb. So he's he's been part of the DC universe, at least, you know, when it comes to that but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, who knows? I, again, I think it, it. I really hope that James Gunn casts an unknown. Cast an unknown. We don't need somebody that's known. And that's why it's always funny when, when this comes about. When somebody, when we, we get a new actor that's like, oh yeah, he might be, he might get it. And then people go, who the hell is this guy? I'm like, yeah, that's good. It's, why are you tweeting out that? Who the hell is this guy? That's probably a good thing. Let's not have a known actor. I don't think known. I don't think anybody who has a name would actually want the Superman role because, again, that's a ten-year plan. 
I don't know if you want to be like attached to it that long. You want like you want to have somebody unknown because first off, you could pay them less. I mean, if you already have a name, an established name, let's face it, you're gonna pay them more. You get somebody that's not unknown, you could pay them less, save that budget a little bit. So, so this guy, who knows? Probably not gonna get it, but that's what was talked about. Pearson, Fode. So he looks like Zac Efron when he, uh, he was younger. Yeah. He's got like a, you know, he's a, he's a pretty boy. Let's face it. Yeah. See, there you go. I mean, I could try to go for the role of Superman. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still trying to be young, put some, you know, I, I still have the, the, uh, the, the black hair cap that I use for casual Superman. So maybe I could do that. He's got the jaw. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, I, 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 if he got cast, I'd be like, all right, let's see what happens. He's got the look. He's definitely got the, I'm just surprised that nobody made any kind of fan art with his face on it. I haven't seen any of that there yet. So maybe that's coming. Who knows? But there you go. Uh, and then we got Playtime. It's just the beginning. DC, Batman right here. Look at this. We got some uh, from the magazine. I'm not sure what, uh, which magazine, but showing some Michael Keaton Batman-ness right there. And, of course, man, look at the bat suits right there. The freaking bat suits. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, and I'm sure you guys saw this shit, right? Finally. Finally. Blade. There's uh, <laughs> always oh, room Jesus for a cheesy Christ. joke. Uh, just tapping in with you guys and delivering a little uh, information. Long we knew it was coming. Uh, information. You guys have been waiting for over a week now for no, me I to haven't. confirm. <laughs> uh, so I am 100% confirming to you guys around the world that, yes, it is true. Hobbs is back. Hobbs is back in the Fast and Furious franchise. And um, man, I, I gotta tell you, well, before I get into the, the why and the how, uh, I was able to pull this off and get together with Vin and pull this thing off. Before I get into that, let there me just you go. say All that. right, we don't need to watch anymore. Sorry, I was doing some drops right there. But yes, Mr. Dwayne Johnson finally confirmed that yes, he is back. Yes, he is back as Hobbs. Obviously, uh, we were just kind of waiting for him to do something like this, as he does. And uh, apparently what's going to happen is like there's not going to be a Hobbs and Shaw sequel, but there's going to be a Hobbs movie, which I'm kind of curious about. I'm like, all right, what's the Hobbs movie going to be about? We're going to see what he's been doing recently. Are we going to see a movie that's going to have like some more things where where we actually like dive back into we like like dive back into the franchise and kind of like see in between kind of stuff. I don't know. But uh, there you go. Yeah, we finally got that. I'm like, all right, it's just kind of funny. It is kind of funny. And you know what's even funnier is this shot right here. This image is weird. This image is weird because, I mean, essentially it's like, if you look at this image right here, we've always made jokes that, that Vin Diesel is not a tall guy. He's under six feet, but, you know, and I'm, I'm, I, I think like what I've heard that he's actually 5'9", but he wears boots and he wears lifts and boots. But, I mean, when, when you see the shot right here, obviously they are standing in a way where I don't know why they're, like, looking like that. But it's, like, one of those shots where it's, like, again, Vin Diesel has to look like the bigger man, even though, like, Dwayne Johnson's, like, 6'4". It's just kind of funny. And I, I, I laughed when uh, Discussing Film decided to, uh, decided to post that image as they're, as they're, uh, as they're, when they were talking about this whole thing coming back right here. It's just kind of funny. It is funny, but uh, yeah, 
I, I, I don't know. It just, I, it made me laugh. It made me laugh. So, but uh, yeah, there you go. Last summer, Vin and I, talking about put, you know, putting away the beef, the Dwayne Johnson and uh, Dwayne, jo- the Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel beef. He said last summer, Vin and I put all that behind us. We'll lead with brotherhood and resolve bullshit. Um, the, and always take care of the franchise characters and fans that we love. I'm pretty sure that they probably still don't like each other. And then there was like a rumor out there that that happened over the weekend that Vin Diesel was not happy that Jason Momoa kind of stole the thunder when it came to Fast X because everybody was raving about his Dante villain role. And apparently, who knows if that's true? I mean, I... The sad fact of the matter is, is like there's websites or there's Twitter handles that could take advantage of that because we all know that Vin Diesel has an ego. So you can easily just put that report out there and just say that it is true. Who knows? Who knows, guys? Who knows if that's actually the case? But uh, yeah, Dwayne Johnson said they squashed. They squashed their beef. Who knows what the hell? I don't we don't even know what's real anymore. It's a crazy franchise. Black Adam didn't work. Seven Buck Productions and Dwayne Johnson didn't get DC Studios, so now we're going to get more. We're going to get even more Fast and Furious movies. There you go. Oppenheimer's Rated R. That's right. Christopher Nolan's first Rated R movie in 20 years. So apparently there's going to be nudity in it. There's going to be some sexuality stuff in there. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was seeing as well, but... Christopher Nolan usually does PG-13 movies. The last R-rated movie that he did was Insomnia, which was a pretty damn great movie if you haven't seen it yet. It had Al Pacino, it had Robin Williams, and Hilary Swank, which was not an original Christopher Nolan movie. It was based off a novel, and it's still a great movie. I mean, you got two powerhouses of Al Pacino and Robin Williams, psychological thriller in Alaska. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, and then, of course, we have more with Sasha Kaye. She did a bunch of interviews. We have Why Not Stuff. He took a break from, uh, from Twitter, and now we came back. And look at, this, look at this comic book cover right here, The Flash. That's pretty sweet. Worlds Collide. Love it, love it, love it. Andy Muschietti talking about uh, working with, uh, Andy Muschietti talking about working with, uh, of course, Michael Keaton. Directing Michael was a lot of fun. It starts, uh, it starts as always with conversations about the character, the story, and his emotional arc. I was very respectful. Uh, he was very, uh, I was very respectful of his processes because he played the character before. So I really wanted to hear everything that he felt about the character. So obviously, him talking about that and it's funny too because i had sean o'connell on the vodka stream if you haven't watched that yet but he and i did a a a short i did a a film junkie short short clip that talked about how the fact that they always had a backup plan and no matter what it's like obviously like if they wanted they wanted to do something different as opposed to having the thomas wayne batman which i know us comic book nerds would have loved that but at the same time the general audience have no idea about the thomas wayne batman so going with Michael Keaton and bringing him back, the general audience knows Michael Keaton's Batman. But, you know, way smarter. But Sean O'Connell even said on the Vodka stream that basically having, you know, they always had a backup plan. It could have been the Thomas Wayne Batman. It could have been like that 100%. And, and I think he even said that when he, 
he saw Andy Muschietti, I forgot exactly where, but he said that I th he, it was like right after he got the call. Because like Andy Muschietti told Sean O'Connell and somebody else that, oh, you're going to be blown away by what happens here because he just got the call that Michael Keaton signed on for the movie, which was, you know, again, it was brilliant to do that, in my opinion. It was definitely brilliant to do that. So, all right, we got some super chats here. So, uh let me uh, let me get to those. Let me see where are you? Where there? Up, 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 up. I'll, I'll have to. Eh, where am I? Where is it at? Shit. Sorry, guys. Uh, did I not put that right there? Okay, I'll get to those super chats in a little bit. Let me get done with the tweets here first. Let me get done with the tweets, and I'll get to those super chats. Um, so, let me get done with those first. All right. So, of course, hopefully, you guys watch my first reaction to, uh, of course. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We got a cool little gif right there from the history lesson of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And yeah, there apparently um, was audio issues when it came to Across the Spider-Verse. Um, I, I thought it was just my screening, but yeah, the audio was a little low. Of course, the producers were talking about it, so... Oh, no! Don't piss off tom cruise guys don't piss off we heard remember what happened when with tom cruise when it came to covid restrictions and all that stuff and he was like yelling and everything like that don't piss off tom cruise but apparently tom cruise is a little upset because mission impossible dead reckoning part one will only have a week in imax theaters before oppenheimer takes over the format for three straight weeks what yeah that's right there's again and i've been talking about this I've been talking about how, like, when it comes to the summer blockbuster season, I thought the summer blockbuster se season was the summer. Okay? The summer. We haven't even reached summer yet. Technically, we're about to reach summer. There is, like, movie after movie after movie. And then when you get to August, it all falls off. But that's still summer. Why the hell don't movies go into August, into September. Why does it seem like there might be one movie in August and then it just falls off and then there's like really no summer blockbusters. They're cramming all the summer blockbusters. Now it seems like they're cramming it in May and June and July. It's like three months of just cramming all these movies in, especially this year. So now this stuff like this is gonna happen. But at the same time, it's like, sorry, Tom Cruise. Christopher Nolan shot his movie entire. I, I'm pretty sure he shot it entirely in IMAX, right? It's all in IMAX. Mission Impossible, not entirely in IMAX. Certain scenes in IMAX, but not the whole thing was shot in IMAX, according to my stuff. But yeah, apparently Tom Cruise not happy either. So now we have Vin Diesel not happy with, with uh, uh, Jason Momoa stealing the thunder. And now we got Tom Cruise not happy that he's only going to get a week. It's like, well, what do you expect here? What do you expect? What do you expect? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows if that's true, but it's apparently been reported. That was like puck news. So take it with a grain of salt. But but at the same time, it just kind of shows you that there's just too much. It's like week after week. We just one after the other, which I'm, I'm okay with because I love going to the movies and seeing blockbusters, summer blockbusters, sure. But it's like, can we space some of it out a little bit? I don't know. That's just me, though. All right. And then we got this cool little Batman Spider-Man loop artwork right here from uh, Mauro Fonte. Fonte? All right. Well, the debate. 
keep going back and forth with the debate, and it's only like a small version of Snyder fans, a small section of the Snyder fandom that does not want to believe that The Flash is canon to Zack Snyder's Justice League. They will always say that it's not, that it's connected to Justice League, even though there's so much stuff that doesn't, that directors don't want to connect to that at all. Andy Muschietti wanted to, you know, he's talked about Zack. He hopes Zack sees it and says he honored the characters that Zack put on the screen and everything. And I even said right there too, is like when it came, when it came to the Wayne Aerospace, it's not the Batcave. Remember, they tried to pass off in Justice League. They tried to pass off. They tried to pass off the aerospace scenes as the Batcave. And it wasn't the Batcave. It definitely wasn't the Batcave. But they tried to pass it off as the Batcave in Justice League. They're not doing that. They're not doing that here. And I even, in the last trailer, the final full trailer that came out for The Flash... I even said, like, look at that shot right there. That looks exactly like, that looks pretty much exactly like it looked like in Zack Snyder's Justice League. And according to uh, the production designer right here, uh, WB confirmed that Zack Snyder's Justice League was used for aesthetic decisions in the Flash movie. Production designer Paul Denham, Denham Osterberry, was charged with creating a cohesive and contemporary visual language that bridges the two worlds that collide the Anton first designs from uh, Tim Burton's Batman and uh, Patrick Tatopoulos work from Zack Snyder's Justice League. So there's that right there. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm going to keep on saying it too. I'm going to keep on saying it too, that, that, that this is canon, but it's not going to be like direct canon. I get it. Like there's going to be changes. It's a different cook in the kitchen. That's the thing. It's a different artist that is handling the characters. We have to accept that. There's so, there's so many people out there. I've, I've gotten even responses where they go like, Zack Snyder or nothing. I'm like, what the hell? But there was David Ayer and there was Patty Jenkins and James Wan. What the fuck? Like, Zack is not trying to be like, this is my universe. Why are you guys trying to make him like this dictator? Stop trying to make Zack Snyder a dictator. He wanted other artist to handle these characters he was going to tell one story and this was the story he was going to tell he was going to tell a superman story with with five parts five part superman story and he wanted other other directors to come in and do their thing but i tell you what man some people uh let me read off the super chats before they go away um shamagic good to see you buddy always uh, enjoy seeing you on instagram doing your uh, your tricks and everything uh, so we got Shamagic right there. Thank you for the $2 super chat. Mr. Rhett Proctor, thank you for the $5 super chat. You know, it's much appreciated. Like I said, you know, enjoy the content. Hey, you know, super chats help. Every little bit helps. I have to say Dave Keaton's Bruce Wayne looks pretty badass with the long hair. And uh, or your, he said Dave Keaton, Michael Keaton with the long hair and the beard. And he's been out of the game for a while. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll definitely talk about that. Anyways. Now on to uh, more pressing news. Bam Majera, he's just apparently he's been on like now he's on like he's being held. But uh, this video right here, apparently he threatens to smoke crack until he's dead unless he sees his son Phoenix. This dude fell off big time, man. But yeah, he posted a video. Well, I'm gonna smoke crack with the bums down at the boardwalk. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, he's having some problems. He's got a he's got a son, and the wife's not letting him see him because he can't get sober. Dude's falling off so badly. I mean, I remember watching the CKY, you know, videos before Jackass came out. Then he was part of Jackass, and then uh, of course you had the Bam. He had his own show when it came to all this, and the dude's just falling off. It's kind of sad to see. It's really sad to see, man. And apparently he's being held now. Uh, suicide watch and all that stuff. I'm reading as well, but man, he just—he really has fallen off. I mean, you have Stevo that he Stevo went sober. Stevo has talked about. He's even had Bamajera on his podcast, and and Stevo actually brought him on tour, you know, because Stevo does comedy and talks about crazy adventures, shows videos and everything when he does his uh, stand-up routine. Brought Bam out to hopefully help him out, but there's, I don't know, it doesn't look like there's anything that's going to help Bam Majera out of here. It doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like, you, you can't, exactly, Steph. I mean, the fact that he did like went he went and posted on Instagram that he was going to do that shit. Dude's just really falling off. It sucks. It sucks. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. You really hate to see it, but he always he was always a bit of a firecracker. He almost saw it, you know, and of course his best friend Ryan Dunn, who died in a car crash, which that did not help either. So yeah. Anyways, this is pretty funny right here. Come on. Look at this. Chair is about to and then you got Toby. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just to lighten up the you know, lighten up the mood right here. Lighten up the mood right here. This is pretty sweet. Vector art. Penguin looking like a penguin. That's pretty cool. We got Phil Cho showing off the uh, the Drake Winston uh, Batman. Michael Keaton's Robin right there, which I wonder if that's hmm, interesting. James Wan talked about uh, James Wan talking about Aquaman 2. Everybody's kind of wondering what's going on with Aquaman 2. The DCU has been through lots of different versions, and one of the things that was challenging about this film was keeping track of what's going on. Fortunately, the Aquaman universe is pretty far removed from the rest of the world, because we're all wondering what's going to happen with Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. That is officially the last movie of the EU. Which I still like that. I wish it was still the DCEU, but now I can. I think I've actually branched off. I, 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 I'm okay with calling it the DCU when it comes to James Gunn. DCEU was was Snyder, but yeah. So James Wan, and I've told you guys. I mean, I don't even. It's this movie. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, because. At first, we heard that Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne was going to be in it, and then we saw that uh, that I almost said Bruce Wayne is Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne was going to be in it. We saw the um, Jason Momoa video. Now we don't even know what the hell is going to happen. And James Wan, I mean, I feel bad for him because you know he had studio studio fuckery happen with the first one, but still, it made a billion dollars, and it was. I really enjoyed it, but there was some studio fuckery, apparently. Now I think there's, like, big-time studio fuckery that's been happening with this one. And I don't even know if... I, I To me, it just seems like James Wan probably just wants to go and make another horror movie at this... at the, From what I hear, it's just like, all right, 
This movie's like been he's been working on this movie for what three four years I don't know it's been it's just seems like it's so long since the last one and who knows what's gonna happen to it I mean the first one makes a billion dollars does this one make a billion dollars no probably not but hopefully it does something and hopefully it's okay I don't know I don't want it to flop love Jason Momoa curious to see where this movie goes but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what happens so that's james wan talking about aquaman 2 and what's been happening when it comes to the new dcu keep going keep going keep going keep going we don't need that we got some we got some ahsoka stuff that's been happening with empire which is cool oh man and then of course we got we got good old good old michael shannon good old michael shannon Talking about returning as Zod right here. And then, of course, talking about Zach, talking about Andy. It's good stuff. We love it. So the Flash comes around. As I recall, at the end of Man of Steel, Superman breaks my neck and yeah. kills me, which was the cause of much consternation among some fans. Right. Because Superman's not supposed to kill people. But yeah. I say to Superman, it's either me or you. So he has to do it. So then I get this call. I'm like, they saw a Man of Steel, right? My manager's like, yeah, they saw a Man of Steel, but it's different. I'm like, what is it? It's a multiverse. Oh. I'm like, I don't know what that means. I was very upset by what happened to Zach on the Justice League and all that. It didn't feel right to me. Now, I know I probably don't know all the sides to the story. I should probably just keep my mouth shut. But nah. like I said, I really, really, really love Zach and really appreciated that opportunity. But then I talked to Andy, who's also a lovely guy and very, very creative and, and fun. And, uh, you know, I said, hey, you know, I would really feel awkward about doing it without Zach's blessing. So until I get that, you're just gonna have to wait. So I reached out to Zach and he, and he gave me his, his blessing. And of course said, he did, it's okay. Zach's Go, that guy. You, you can do it. And I appreciated that. And then I said, yes, but it was a very different thing because, like, Man of Steel was like a year of my life between the training. Uh, we did a whole... Yeah, so then, of course, talks about that. But, yeah. So, I mean, we already heard about this before. He said it in interviews before, but it's kind of cool to, like, hear it actually from his mouth. Uh, Vanity Fair, of course, was uh, talking to him. But, you know, it's just great to hear that, that he, yeah, he... And to even back up the whole breaking of Zod's neck... You know, and the fact that there was that discourse because people, of course, lost their shit because how dare Superman actually kill something else, right? But hey, you know, if you watch the scene, you go, yeah, you know, needed to happen. It definitely needed to happen. So glad that uh, he had that interview and talked about that even just a little bit more. Tell that to Zod's broken neck. Am I right, Chris Stuckman? <laughs> oh, that, remember when that happened? Remember that whole thing? Anyways, and yes, guys, the new Foo Fighters album came out. I've listened to it many times over the weekend and, you know, of course, love it. Of course, love it. Of course, love it. And then here you go, guys. We got Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, because, you know, we have Sasha Kaye and we got Michael Keaton, of course, doing most of the marketing because they're keeping Ezra. They're keeping Ezra out of this whole thing as of. You know, right now, but it's we'll talk about more of that too when we get to the whole flash thing. But there's uh here's Michael Keaton right here 
promoting some flashiness, and I thought this was actually uh, this is a good little promo right here. This Father's Day, there's really only Father's one movie Day. your dad wants to see: The Flash. Why? Because it has Batman. And you know what? I'm Batman. Yes. You know what? That could help. My Father's Day. I mean, a lot of fathers out there. You know. Michael Keaton's their Batman. So why not? That could help. Could help it right there. Really could. Ezra's going to make... Yeah, apparently Ezra... Yeah, we'll talk about all that. We'll talk about all that. <laughs> so, uh, and then, of course, uh, six years ago on the, the second, we got the Wonder Woman movie, which is great. Great. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. More stuff like that. Yep, 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 yep. And then, of course, the uh, the Vodka stream happened and everything. Let's keep going. We'll get through this. Look at this shot right here. This almost doesn't look real, but I don't know if somebody, like, took this during, I, I mean, I guess. It almost looks way too clear for a camera. I'm almost thinking that somebody actually did something right here, but it, it's a gorgeous shot. IMAX, I mean, Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Flash sequence, my God. That just that's an absolute gorgeous shot. I, I, I but I think I don't know. I think that somebody did a little tweaking or whatever the hell. But it's still whatever. This photo still looks really awesome right here. So and yes, guys, thank God we got rid of those plastic straws because you know the turtles. But uh, let's face it, when it came to the pandemic and all the fucking masks everywhere, I don't know about you guys, but I see I still see masks on the ground. People just litter. They're masks. Yep, that's right. Human beings, we're awesome, aren't we? Uh, we gotta save the turtles. Ah, uh, plastic straws, paper straws, and then people just litter. Oh man, so many people are like the environment, and they don't give a shit. All right, sorry. Keep going. Oh yeah. Come on, you know, you know, I'm a Foo Fighters fan, Dave Grohl. Need to see him live again. Doing some awesomeness. Back on tour. Best frontman ever. Just saying. All right. Keep going. We got Gwen. This is pretty cool uh, drawing right there of uh, Gwen and Gwen and Miles right there. Like it. Oscar Isaac. He wants Pedro Pascal to be uh, in uh, Beyond the Spider Verse. See if that happens. And then, yes, we also got, uh, like, Michael Keaton. Obviously, I use, I use uh, the, you know, Let's Get Nuts opening because I just love that. Because, hey, Let's Get Nuts. It's Film Junkie Live. You got to get nuts. Uh, when he did, I think this was in London, if I'm not mistaken, but they, were, they did a Batman and a Flash double feature. And when the, the person that was hosting it actually asked him, you know, about the Let's Get Nuts line, he goes... Michael Keaton basically said, like, I don't think Let's Get Nuts was in the script. I'm almost positive it wasn't in the script. That was me. So there you go. Michael Keaton improvised the Let's Get Nuts line, which is great. Gotta get nuts. Gotta get nuts. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. We've got some behind the scenes of uh, the Batmobile and the Batman, which is pretty cool. Look at this. You guys know I'm a Ghostbusters fan, and they're filming this the Ghostbusters movie right now. 
in New York City. We got the Acto One going down the street. You love to see it. Love to see it. Okay, keep going, keep going. There he is. That's because uh, Michael Keaton's not going to be at the uh, the red carpet premiere. He's not going to be there, sadly. But he was at the London. He's filming Beetlejuice two right now. That's why. Uh, so, but he did make it to this double feature right here, and there he is right there. Looking good. This is awesome right here. Bryce Dallas Howard with her dad, of course, Ron Howard. She tweeted this out. Her, uh, her and him, they went to, uh, to go see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. As a former Gwen Stacy, because she was Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man 3, can I just say, run, don't walk to see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Bravo to the entire creative team. An astonishing film on every level. My pops and I are already itching for the next. I think we're all itching for the next, but yeah. Just a very uh, heart, you know, just awesome. Warms the heart right there. You got father and daughter going to see a movie together and taking that picture. Good stuff. Good stuff. And then we got Dustin right here making this Michael Keaton. You know, this is like the, the Batman Begins teaser poster. He turned it into this. That's pretty sweet. really like that. And then, of course, we have uh, Superman. Uh, we talked to uh, Superman Last Son of Krypton Part 3. And then, yeah, we'll talk about this. We got a cool little thing right there. This is pretty sweet. Well, I should probably turn that down. It's that, But this is a cool little collage. Dave Grohl, baby. That's right. Best front man ever. So just kind of like a quick cut of like a lot of different things right there. It's just great. Never stop, Dave. Never stop. And then look at this right here. Ah, that's right. We got Biff, Marty, and Doc together. This was, uh, they reunited at the Fan Expo in Philly, so good to see them together right there. A little Back to the Future reunion. All right. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Please don't let this happen. Fuck me, right? Please don't let this happen. Disney Studios president Sean Bailey says the Lion King franchise could expand into a big epic saga like Star Wars. There's a lot of room to run if we find the stories. What stories? The original Lion King animated movie was fine. It was great. Okay? It worked. Then they did the live action, which is, of course, is all computer-generated stuff. And yes, it made a billion dollars. Sure. People were curious. But can you actually make a Lion King cinematic universe with spinoffs and everything? I know we're getting like a prequel that's supposed to be about Scar, right? We're supposed to get a prequel. But I just remember walking out of Lion King. I remember being in Lion King and trying to stay awake. It was boring. It was fucking boring because it's just, I don't know, they were going like beat by beat and there's no emotions because obviously they're trying to make it as real as possible, but there's like no emotions when it comes to, it's just emotionless lions and animals that don't really, I don't know. I just, but apparently they want to turn it into like a big epic saga like Star Wars. Are you kidding me with this? No, it's not, no, no. Fuck no, please, no, just no, 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 no. No! It's, it, you can't, you can't do it. 
You can't do it. Bullshit! No, it's not gonna... Yeah, I, I just... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Bailey. I don't, I don't know if there's some... I guess we'll see. We'll see when the new Lion King movie comes out. Maybe if that does also close to a billion dollars, all right, then maybe you have something here. I just... I don't know. To me, I'm just like, nope, sorry. Sounds lame. But that's just me. Ugh, my God. I know, see, a lot of you are even saying no thank you. Uh, Scott McClellan, of course, doing scene by scene of of, uh, Man of Steel. So go ahead and check that out. We got a first look uh, from Ahsoka, the Inquisitor uh, Inquisitor right here. That's going to be interesting. We got Tom Cruise on his bike. Leaping out into there. I can't wait for that. Can't wait for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. And yeah, do you guys remember? Oh yeah, they're continuing the whole Bird Box franchise. So they released a trailer. The first trailer today for Bird Box Barcelona. You know, to be honest, I was like okay with the the first Bird Box movie. I like A Quiet Place a little bit more. Kind of is like similar to that. But I was like, I don't really care for a sequel, but apparently this is like, it's not really a sequel. It's more of a spinoff. It's showing the Bird Box events in Barcelona. So, yeah, I don't know. Not really digging it. Phil Cho right here doing Batman Arkham. Oh, look at that costume right there. It looks cool. Justice Lord. And then, of course, he does he does a blue, uh, he does the blue and gray scheme for the Batman Returns Keaton costume. That looks pretty sweet. I dig it. I dig it. Blue Beetle! There we go. Look at that shot. Look at that shot. So we got some Blue Beetle news today. We got some new images, like this image right here from Empire, which looks pretty damn sweet. Again, costume, the costume's awesome, okay? Costume is tits. It's tits. That's right. I said it like that. The costume's awesome. We all can pretty much agree with that, that the uh, the translation of the costume from comic book to live action has been pretty damn great so there's that shot right there and then there's more blue beetle stuff of course we had joe uh sholo mariduana to talking about like how he hopes that there's a sequel and that he could be part of the new dcu i guess we'll see if that happens but then we got becky g that's right miss becky g is actually going to be voicing the scarab so yeah, the uh, and this is it right here that kind of shows, kind of shows it right here. So you hear her voice talking to Jaime right here. Post acquired. There it is. Listen to me. You got the wrong guy. I'm a nobody. This is going to be fun. What is happening? Okay, right there. The scarab shows you Jaime is trying to become one with you. Watch and learn. See, that looks cool. How'd you do that? It wasn't me. It was just a suit. Can you understand me So there you go, right there. So now we have a voice. And you know what's funny about this? Over the weekend, I shit you not, if you're wondering who Becky G is, she was Trini in the Power Rangers movie that came out in what, 2018, 19, 18, right? She was Trini. So I was like, you know what's funny is like I caught the end of it late at night like on saturday after we were done doing all this stuff like uh you know because like we went out of town and then we were just i would just put it on and i was like all right cool let's watch the end of the power rangers movie so yeah so i mean let's face it it's kind of sad that she's only the voice because well i mean if you look at her now like whoa yeah i mean you saw the the image of her i mean you know 
Anyways, but yeah, we got our first look of Conrad Carapax right there. So there's the villain, the villain of Blue Beetle right there. So we got like our little first look of that right there. So not only do we get all this stuff, but hey, hey, it looks pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for Blue Beetle. I'm hoping that it's going to be great, and I hope it actually is successful. I know a lot of people are thinking, like, it's not. It's going to flop. It's going to do everything. But I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for it. Why not? Why not? All right. And then we got some more stuff right there. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, see what happens when you make cocaine bear and it's successful? You get more. You get more of this. That's right. Crackoon. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. I think there was like, I think they made an, uh, they, they made a movie called like, uh, I don't know. They, they made one with an alligator too, right? Like a meth, meth gator or something like that. But uh, yes, this was announced today. Crackoon. <laughs> Which, you know what? I'll give them, I'll give them. I'll give them props for, you know, taking raccoon and putting crackoon, which I get it. It's clever. I get it. You know, it's about uh, a raccoon that uh, that apparently just ingests a bunch of crack. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's great. But of course, naturally, because we live in 2023, of course, on my timeline, people took it as racist they're like oh that's a racist name and blah 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 and i'm like all right i mean obviously when you could see that it's like okay i could see how it could be like that and you know you could joke about oh yeah it does sound a little racist but when people take it too seriously i'm like come on it's not they're not meaning to do that obviously it's kind of creative because obviously they you know it's a play on raccoon crackoon come on but it's just ridiculous. But apparently, I don't know. Is there going to be like a cinematic universe when it comes to when it comes to uh, animals ingesting drugs? Apparently, exactly. See Lisa right there. Hey, there we go. We're good. PC Possum. There you go. Joey always with the uh, the zingers right there. I love it. But yeah, see right there. I know. But some people just get too involved with all that and they start saying that. But thank you, Lisa, for. For saying that, because it's creative. It is creative. I will say that. When I read that, I started laughing this morning. I was like, oh, wow. Uh, Preston Mutanga right here. So this is cool. So speaking of Across the Spider-Verse, uh, we got this right here. Uh, it was a 14-year-old kid who recreated Across the Spider-Verse trailers, also animated the Lego segment in the film. So... So when he did this for, I think, the Into the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales. I'm yeah. He created this for the trailer for and Into the Spider-Verse. So the filmmakers invited him in to do the Lego sequence in Across the Spider-Verse. 14-year-old. A 14-year-old made this Going shit. Great. Look at that. A 14-year-old recreated the trailer for Into the Spider-Verse Lego form. That is amazing. This is the kind of shit that you want to see. And then, of course, and then recreated, of course, this trailer right here. So look at that. That's just pretty sweet right there. So he made that right there and did the segment in the film as well. That's pretty sweet. 14-year-old. What? That's pretty cool, man. Looks awesome. And there's Sasha Kaya right there. She, dress, she likes to dress in the, this, this, like, black suit right there. She looks like a vampire. Why not, though? 
Why not? Hey, who's gonna buy me a Vision Pro? Anybody? Anybody see the uh, the Apple presentation today at uh, at the World whatever the hell? You guys see this shit? Uh, the virtual reality that uh, the virtual reality glasses that Apple created. You know, it's only thirty-five hundred dollars. I mean, it looks pretty amazing. I mean, we got this right here. They they you know they showed what you see. You could experience what you could do all this stuff right here. I'm telling you, folks, we're getting very close to the Wally, the Wally world. You know what I'm talking about? Wally, right? We're just going to be that. I mean, this looks pretty sweet, but thirty five hundred dollars. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but it looks pretty sweet. I'm not going to buy it. But you know what's going to happen? And I was telling somebody else this, too. I'm like, yeah, $3,500, but there's going to be, you know, obviously it's a competitive market. So somebody's going to create something with this. I mean, look at this. You could be, I mean, I was thinking, like, look at, like, like stuff like that where it looks like you're actually there at the game and you can see it from all angles. I mean, virtual reality, when it comes to the goggles, was already pretty cool. This is taking it up to the next level for sure. But, man, I'm not going to pay $3,500 for that. Wally World, yeah. Let's go to Wally World, Joey. You want to you wanna get a station wagon and drive across country? But, yeah. But, yeah, Wally. We're, we're getting close to this. Just going to be sitting in chairs, getting fat, and looking at screens. Look at this right here. Look at some, this is some AI art right here. It looks like this is a combination of Ezra and, and uh, Grant Gustin right here. But this, like, this goes pretty damn hard. That's pretty sweet. Araz.ai. That goes, I, I'm pretty sure it's a combination of Grant and Ezra. And the suit looks more Zack Snyder Justice League suit, but yeah. That's pretty damn sweet. That is pretty damn sweet. Keep going. Hey, we got our first look. First look at Hawking Phoenix as Napoleon in the Napoleon movie. So that was shown as well. So that's what he looks like. I'm sure he's going to probably get nominated for an Academy Award or some kind of shit because it's freaking Joaquin Phoenix, right? Joaquin Phoenix. <coughs> so, guys, what I wanted to tell you that I didn't tell you quite yet. Wednesday. Not going to be a stream on Wednesday. Now, we'll play it by ear. I, I, I mean, maybe I'll do it earlier or I don't know. It just depends on, I don't know. It depends on a lot of things. Maybe I'll do one tomorrow if there's a lot of, uh, if there's things to talk about. Maybe I will. But Wednesday, second attempt. My second attempt to see The Flash. That's right. I'm not driving out to L.A. Not driving out to L.A. But I saw on my timeline that Ontario, California, which is about 20 minutes that way, about 20 minutes away, as opposed to L.A., at the Edwards imax or edwards theater they are doing an event for a fan screening for the flash and i got passes that's right i got passes for the flash this is wednesday at seven o'clock so uh miss nighthawk and i will truck out there sad part about it is we still have to work so we're not going to be able to get there super early but if I know anything from last time that happened, if I, you know, if I kind of go like, uh, hey, uh, I, do, I have a YouTube and I hold up my phone and maybe if I show them, 
I'll be like, hey, I got a YouTube channel, Film Junkie. I cover the Flash and all DC stuff. I've been covering this shit like crazy. Maybe that'll help me at, to secure my seats when it comes to the screening. But I think it's going to be better because it's not L.A. It's Ontario. Like I said, the traffic won't be as bad. So we're going to head out there and hopefully watch it. Yes, I know. So don't expect a stream unless I decide to, if I, 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 I don't know, I got to figure out, we're playing things by ear. So there might be a stream tomorrow if there's enough things to talk about. So then I, you know, but if not, maybe I could do a stream early on Wednesday because I tend to get up early and I can get up even earlier because I don't have a set time where I need to start work. I don't have a set time so I can get off early and maybe do like a short stream and then head out there. So hopefully, hopefully show that. Yes. Yeah. She magic. I can also even bring up that I could just, you know, like, like, I mean, I, I, I did mention when I did my, uh, my rant video, when I was driving back home, I did say in there and some people, you know, laughed at the fact that I could have whipped out the film junkie YouTube dick and said, Hey, maybe I could have got in there because Apparently, when it came to the screening that I tried to go to, they were anybody who was dressed up was guaranteed a seat. Influencers, YouTubers, everything were guaranteed a seat. So, if need be, I'm going to try to, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be like, hey, I have a channel. I talk about this all the time. So, yeah. So, that's what's happening. So we'll see what happens when it comes to the second Film Junkie Live of the week. I'll try my best to fit it somewhere. Hopefully, I mean, if hey, there could be a lot of stuff. I think there's actually th something that's coming out tomorrow that I thought I read. Anyways, I might do a stream tomorrow to accommodate the second stream of the week. But yeah, definitely not going to be doing anything because I'll be out there and try to get in. And hopefully, but of course, look forward to my first reaction review. The embargo, which we'll talk about, the embargo actually lifts actually lifts, I think, tomorrow. I think that's what I was thinking about. I think the embargo for full-on reviews of The Flash lifts tomorrow. We'll go over that right now. But So I'll be able to do that and then, of course, record my full-on review, spoiler review. So you're going to get a first reaction. You're going to get my full-on review of The Flash. And then, of course, the spoiler, talk about the spoilers of all that. And then, of course, not this Friday, but the following Friday, we're going to do a full-on vodka stream everybody coming in who knows who's going to show up and we're going to talk about all the spoilers all everything when it comes to the flash so and then i think i because i still have my tickets for june 15th you know i still have my tickets so i'm going to see it twice i'm going to see it twice and i'll probably even do like my second re i don't know second viewing reaction i did that for justice league sadly and i hate it but hey what can you do but uh, anyways, guys, anyways, uh, hopefully I'll be able to see it. Can't believe Grace loved it. Yeah, I had a feeling she would love it. I had a feeling she would. It seems like everybody's loving it. So that's that's the good thing about it is like everyone seems to be loving it. And uh, let's talk about it now. Let's talk about Henry Cavill, Superman, his presence. You know, like I said, if you're trying to go in as if you're trying to go in as fresh as possible when it comes to this movie, you might want to like close out the stream right now because I'm going to talk about clips that have been released as well as TV spot that talks about Superman. 
Because, yeah, there has been clips. There has been everything. I'm not going to show the clips because, again, I do not trust Warner Brothers. I, I have a feeling that they, if I, if I were to show these clips, some of them are, like, international clips that they might just, like, dive bomb the whole thing. So one of the clips, let's see. Let's kind of go through this right here. Flash Film News, again, they're great, and I always uh, utilize them. So let's, like, kind of go over what we, you know, when it, when it comes to the Flash right now, things that, the uh, information that's out there right now. So first off, we have the fact that, and this is not new news, but apparently the sequel has already been written. There's already a full-on script from David Leslie Johnson. This is, he's got four names. My God, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. Who's, who also helped pen the Aquaman 2 script. And he says the script would also include Michael Keaton's Batman and Sasha Kaya's Supergirl, but I just don't know if that's actually going to happen with everything that's going on. They also reported that the budget for The Flash is reportedly $190 million. I've always said this no matter what, and I'm not biased. I just, you know, I'll actually tell the truth, even if I support a movie 100%. Anytime they release the budget for a movie, you can always check. You can always tack on way more money because that's just the way that it is. You, you, you can always do that. They always when they when they release like the budget of a movie, they always try to go lower as much as possible. But the budget was definitely over two hundred million. Definitely was. But you know, hopefully, it does well at the box office where you know. Got to be good. And then, yes, you guys were talking about it, of course, in the uh, the in the in the chat that Ezra, yes, will in fact he will be he will be at the uh, or they will be at the Los Angeles premiere. So you, so we will see Ezra there. It's going to be interesting. I hope I don't know how much press he's going to do when it comes to the red carpet. I hope that Ezra will answer questions and be great and be funny. As Ezra is, I hope Ezra is just, I hope it's great. I hope it's great. Michael Keaton won't be there, sadly, but Ezra apparently will be there. So, got that. Let's see, what hell, what a uh, low profile secret ending. And then right here, it's also reported that Annie Muschietti, Sasha Kaye, Ben Affleck, and Michael Shannon, Michael Shannon will also be at the red carpet premiere. So, they'll be there as well. And then, of course, there was that and everything. So, okay, so one of the first clips that comes out, that came out, you can actually watch it if you search for it, is the clip right here in the Batcave when it comes to the two berries and it comes to Supergirl. And I'm very curious to see what happens with this whole entire scene because we saw that in the, the final trailer where she goes, you know what this means when she points at the, the S on her chest? And, of course, Barry goes, it means hope. But you actually see the full on the full on clip. She asked Barry and it's pretty cool. Like, I, I can't wait to see this scene right here. She asked Barry, like when when he realized that it was not Cal, it was Kara, you know. Why did you still help me? You know, because obviously with the other clip that was shown today, too, is uh, the fact that they need Superman. They need Superman because, of course, Zod. So obviously Barry and just knows, okay, there's a Superman somewhere. We got to find Superman, 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 Superman. We got to find Clark. We got to find. So in this clip right here, it's kind of cool when, when Kara is just like, hey, why did you help me when you realize it was not Cal? It was me. Can't wait to see more of that scene. So that was also, that was released. 
which was cool. And then here's the scene right here, which of course, look at that hair. Ah, look at that in the kitchen. So I'm not going to play the clip, but there's the image right there of Michael Keaton with the long hair and the beard and everything. And they're talking. I do fear. I do fear. I will say because young Barry uh, kind of annoys me in this scene right here. I mean, it seems like when it comes to young Barry, I don't know. There's like, seems like a screw is loose or something like that. It's a little, I don't know. There was just like something I was like, eh, young Barry, I hope he doesn't annoy me in the movie. I worry that young Barry is going to annoy me in the movie because even in this clip, he kind of annoyed me. He's got like food all over his face and stuff like that. I don't know. But this is like um, Barry and Bruce talking about a Superman because obviously in this world, Bruce Wayne doesn't know about a Superman. So, um, but still a cool scene. Still cool to see Michael Keaton, of course, all like that. So. And uh, I think that was pretty much it when it comes to... Oh, yeah. And then, of course, there was... Uh, yeah, of course, they talked about that. There's what's-her-name, Miss Becky G. But uh, also, there was this right here. So, there we go. There's another presence right there. This was on a, a TV spot. TV spot for The Flash. Which, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting because I always said that there's going to be a presence of Superman. Obviously, when it comes to Barry Superman, it is... Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, Superman. And uh, this was shown right here. Of course, a lot of people who are fans of Henry Cavill, Superman, and of course, Snyder fans are not happy about it because it just feels like it's, uh, it's what's been happening. Obviously, we had the headless Superman in Shazam. We had, of course, when it came to Peacemaker, we just had shadowy Superman. Now we have in the distance Superman trying to, I guess, uh, you know, there's a volcano that erupts in Guatemala. Guatemala. And you see this on the screen. And, of course, Barry is like, all right, I better just, like, snap into action. I got to go help Superman. So we have this presence right here. And uh, so, yeah, and that's true, Joga. He's actually doing something in the scene. So it's not like he's just showing up and you just see a headless Superman or just floating right there. It's actually something. You actually see something right there, which I thought when I saw this, I went, that's pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Hey, you know, Superman in action. Got laser eyes. Something's going on. I mean, obviously, we're not going to get a close-up or anything like that. But, yeah, there is going to be a presence. There's going to be mention of Superman. Obviously, with the two clips that were released, there's mention of Superman in both clips. And then, you know, again, don't say anything anybody in the chat who's seen it. But at the same time, it's like there's still going to be a presence. There's probably going to be something else, too, you know, when it comes to Superman, Henry Cavill, Superman. I mean, obviously, when it comes to multiverse, God knows what's going to be happening when it comes to other supermen that could be present when it comes there again let's let's not when it comes to when it comes to the chat so just don't uh don't mention it but i just like the fact that yes there is a, a and i'm glad that that axel said that it was the fact that he's actually doing something actually doing something so again when it comes to connecting to the Snyderverse, it's like, well, I mean, he's still around. I mean, of course, everybody would be like, he's not wearing the black suit. And I'm like, that's always been one of those things, too, that he's not wearing the black suit. I remember when Black Adam came out, people were there was people complaining that he should be wearing the black and silver suit. And I'm just kind of going, again, you got to realize that the Justice League movie was supposed to come out in 2017. That story was supposed to be very well done. I mean, obviously, we still want to see what happens when Mr. Darkseid finds earth but yeah 
But there is a lot of people that are just like, eh, you know, that they want to see the black and silver suit, which I love. I think the black and silver suit, I like it better than the regular suit. Not going to lie. But at the same time, they're not going to put the black and silver suit in any any of these other movies. It's going to be the standard Superman suit. But yeah, so presence going to be there. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the presence is going to be there, you know, and uh, yeah, it sucks that we're probably not going to get that. We're probably not going to get that, uh, you know, the scene that Henry Cavill did shoot for it. But, you know, it's like, what can he do? It's like, what could he do? Things changed. And like that whole situation was just kind of shitty anyways. You know, it's just sad that Henry Cavill did get taken advantage of when it came to when it came to the old regime when it came to Warner Brothers. And then when it came to Seven Buck Productions, it seemed like they were trying to utilize him to to grab some power and didn't give him a full-on contract. But again, I've told, I've even said this too, he got he got paid very well for those cameos, at least. So don't feel too bad about Cavill. He got paid very well from what I gather, my information. He got paid very well, like more than what was, like I think what was said. Let's say, like he got paid well, even though we want to see him as that, and it's still disappointing. And he wasn't fired, which I, I still get annoyed when people say fired when it comes to all this stuff. It's like, you know, now we people will literally will say that Ray Fisher was fired, Gal Gadot was fired, and Henry Cavill's fired. It's like, no, it's just, it's all about contracts and all about things like that. It just, it just, it, I mean, Gal is still very much up in the air. But, uh, you know, when it came to Fisher, he was like, he chose not to be in the Flash movie, even though he met Muschietti, but he didn't want to be, Ray Fisher did not want to be in a movie that had Walter Hamada's name on it. And I give him props for digging his heels in and not being, and not participating in a movie. You know, it was probably what it would have been a nice, a decent paycheck and the fact that he would have been cyborg again. And I'm sure it would have been great. And we would have loved to see that as well. But he dug his heels in and said, nope, I'm not going to be in this movie. So did not happen. When it comes to Henry Cavill, it's just one of those situations where full-on contract was not signed. A temporary thing was signed. He still got paid very well. But uh, yeah, the whole fired thing is just like, you know, I always hate hearing that when people say fired. It's like, this is not like a fucking office job. It's not an office job. And then people always will like bend it and ugh. it all means the same thing. Somebody actually said that it means the same thing. Like if somebody quits or they don't use them, it's like it's the same thing as fired. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But what could he do? So Andy Muschietti talked about it last week that uh, there's a possibility that he might be taking on Batman Brave and the Bold. When we saw that. We saw when Variety asked him about it, and we saw his we saw his eyebrows go up when he saw if you you know the what's his name that was asking the questions said that if you were to take Batman in a brave and bold new way, and then all of a sudden you saw Muschietti go, oh shit, you just said brave and bold. Well, now we have we had we had numerous scoopers, which again you got to take with a freaking grain of salt because it's freaking scoopers. Anytime I see that the scoopers are actually putting this out there, I literally just go. Yeah, so we have scoopers that teased it last night. And then, of course, today they talked about, like, yes, it's happening. And then OneTakeNews.com reported this. And I'm just kind of going, like, I, I, again, I just kind of take, uh, let me, let's hear it. Let's get it com- confirmed by James Gunn first. Now, if Muschietti does have the gig, they're not going to announce this till after The Flash, at least. And then, of course, we still have the WGA... The writer's strike thing that hasn't been fully resolved, I don't think yet. So it was also reported that Christina Hodson, who 
wrote The Flash, helped write The Flash. And of course, she did Birds of Prey and everything like that. Apparently, she'll be one of the writers that are going to be on Batman Brave and the Bold, which I know there were some people in the chat that were not liking that idea, even though they liked the... F okay, anyways, I don't know. Flash seems like it's doing well. You have Andy Muschietti, obviously. And you guys heard what I said about the whole situation, about the fact that he's a horror director so he can capture those dark elements, those mystical elements, because obviously there's going to be, there's got to be, there's got to be a League of Shadows kind of um, aspect to this whole thing. We got Damian Wayne. There's got to be that. There's probably going to be, you know, there's going to be a Rachel Ghoul. There's going to be something. There's got to be something with it. So the fact of the matter is, I thought, like, if, if people don't like that Andy Muschietti's going to direct this, I'm like, first off, he's handling two of my favorite Batmen in a movie. And if you wanted to see, obviously we got discussing news right here that's showing, you want to, that's showing that reportedly he was set to direct uh, Batman: The Brave and the Bold, but it's from One Take News, which is like what everybody's sourcing at. But but again, you got all the other scoopers also talking about it as well. So I still I would be on board with it, still 100% on board with it if he takes it because and you know we just gotta wait for James Gunn to actually say something that's why i wasn't like big time posting it on the on the on the feed or anything like that so but hopefully we'll get it's not going to happen till after it's not going to happen till after and then of course you know again it's like with the whole rider strike thing happening it's like you almost can't it's like i don't know what legality like what can they actually say about new movies with the whole strikes and stuff happening so We'll see. We'll see. But it, but I, they won't announce it until probably like, you know, a week or two after, you know, depending on how good The Flash does. Then they'll probably be like, hey, Andy Muschietti, director of The Flash, is going to take on Batman Brave and the Bold. So we'll see. All right. Let's talk about this box office. Now, the projections for Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, we're all over the place. If you go back to my video, I even said, I was like, I couldn't find like actual, like it seemed like there was just different projected numbers when it came to, into the Spidey or uh, across the Spider-Verse. And it was just kind of weird. It just seemed like maybe because they weren't taking it as seriously because it's animation. I don't know. It's just kind of, it's kind of crazy because a lot of people don't take animation too seriously. There's people that do not, if you want to, especially when it comes to comic book movies, if you want to rank across the Spider-Verse or into the Spider-Verse in your ranks, people are like, no, it's got to be live action. Again, I don't know what the, the whole stickler, the sticklers and the gatekeepers on live action and animation. I'm like, if you watch these movies, I mean, you guys saw my reaction. You guys saw us talking about it on the Vox stream. This movie's a fucking masterpiece, just like the original one was, okay? And we're all jonesing and just like, oh, we can't wait till March of next year to watch Beyond the Spider-Verse. And I think there should be a lot more movies that take this approach. I mean, look what's happening with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They've figured out, like, we can't do a live action of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. People just seem to, especially the last two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, people were just, yeah, they sucked. They fucking sucked. Let's face it, they sucked. You know, there's some cool elements when it came to those movies. But then they were like, all right. And then Seth Rogen comes in and goes, why don't we just do uh, animation? <laughs> you know, and doing the animation style as Spider-Verse. Not exactly like it, but something different. Not Pixar or DreamWorks animation like, but a different, unique style and, you know, kind of bringing comic books to life. And I wouldn't be surprised if more, if more, uh, you know, more, there'll be more movies like this because it's just killing it. So uh, here's the box office numbers right here. 
according to Box Office Mojo. And like I said, it was just, it was, uh, the, the projections just seemed very off, especially domestically. I was seeing like 70 million, 80 million. It made 120.7 million worldwide, which I'm like, thank you. International, it made less, which is not usually the case, but in this case it did, 87.9. And then we got 208.5 million worldwide, which is just absolutely fantastic. It's more than Into the Spider-Verse. Let's look at Into the, Into... The Spider-Verse. Let's see. I forgot exactly how did that open up right here. Come on. Okay, there we go. Let's see. What was that? See, the domestic opening was $35.3 million. Domestic opening was $35.3 million. And it only made $375.5 million worldwide. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how across the Spider-Verse does because it's already got a it's already got a way big head start. Way big head start when it comes to uh when it comes to the box office right now. So, and I'm, I'm it's exciting. It's exciting. So glad that this movie is getting praised like it is. Everybody's just praising about it, great reviews, all that stuff. And then of course you have The Little Mermaid, which this is just going to, you know, going to die under the sea. Uh, because you know it had a 56.7 percent drop, and I'm kind of cur- I'm curious to see when it comes to across the Spider Verse, what's the drop going to be this week with Transformers coming out? Little Mermaid sits at uh, sorry, the my computer's lagging a little bit, my Chrome is lagging a little bit, so sorry about that. 328.1, so not terrible. It's not a flop. Don't listen to those people that keep on saying everything's a flop. It's not a flop. And then he had the Boogeyman come out and it made $12.3 million. And then Guardians of the Galaxy continues. Guardians of the Galaxy made more money than Fast X, and it came out before Fast X. That just shows you something right there. And this is what I keep hoping. And again, sorry, my, yeah, there you go. Fuck. Taking forever. $781.9 million overall. So that means it's going to cross $800 million, most likely. Guardians of the Galaxy. So... We have blockbuster after blockbuster after blockbuster, summer blockbusters that are coming out like crazy. But I'm glad that there's ones, the good ones, because I really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, really, really enjoyed Across the Spider-Verse, and they are getting blown up. Did not really enjoy Little Mermaid. Did not really enjoy, kind of, entertaining, Fast X. And those movies are just... They're diving. They're diving down. So I'm curious to see what across the Spider-Verse. And then I'm hoping, fingers crossed, eyes crossed, ball hairs crossed, that The Flash will also open big and have some good legs. Because you got Indiana Jones coming out after it. So we got Disney. It's like Disney, other studio, Disney, other studio. There's like, Jesus Christ, so many freaking Disney movies that are coming out right now. But I'm just really glad that this man, I think it will have legs. And it's like, I mean, animation is thriving this year, folks. We have Super Mario Brothers that's at like $1.3 billion, $1.4. And then you got Spider-Verse that hopefully it will get, I, I hope it keeps on going. Just keep on going. But we'll see. All right, now uh, that I talked about the whole craziness of uh, the 
Batman Brave and the Bold and they wouldn't be able to like really say something because the writer's strike is still happening. And then uh, pretty much on the horizon, the DGA and the SAG, there was uh, talks about there was going to be a strike right there as well when it comes to all this. But apparently when it came to the DGA, apparently there's already been an agreement with Hollywood that it's going to prevent the DGA from striking. So I was hearing that, oh yeah, we're going to have to get the writer's strike and then we're going to get the directors to strike and then even the Screen Actors Guild. There's going to be something like that. So this thing might drag all the way into next year and there's going to be just like nothing new that's going to be uh, that's going to be happening. But we got this article from Deadline right here. DGA and Hollywood Studios reach historic tentative deal on new contract. The Directors Guild and the studios have reached a tentative agreement on a new three-year contract. So we're going to do this again in three years. The deal includes wage increases and a 76 increase in foreign residuals for the largest platforms, says the DGA. The pact, which also addresses AI, uh-huh, comes on the 30, 33rd day of the writer's strike and just four days before the SAG-AFTRA uh, sits down at the bargaining table with the Alliance of motion picture and television producers and two days before Monday's 5 p.m. deadline for SAG members to vote for, for or against strike authorization. Like the directors, the Actors Guild current contract with the studios expires June 30th. In a late night statement, the DGA said the new deal with the AMPTP uh, achieves major breakthroughs in addressing the international growth of the entertainment industry and makes significant gains across key economic and creative rights while reaffirming the critical role of the DGA directors and their teams. The tentative agreement will be submitted to the Guild's National Board for approval at a special board meeting scheduled for June 6th. So that's tomorrow. At that point, further details of the deal with the AMPTP will be made public. So probably avoiding that. So that's a good thing. At least that's happening. But what's going on with the writers? You know, that, that's still a thing. Still happening, right? It's like, all right. Not going to... Make sure that everybody's cool and everybody's getting paid and everybody's fine and we could just move forward and make some more hopefully good stuff. Let's hope that uh, more good things are made. Hopefully. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But at least seems like that's going to be avoided and there's not going to be anything when it comes to that. And hopefully we hear about productions, like, going back and everything. But, yeah, I'm just kind of wondering, okay, What's going to be happening with those writers, guys? What's going to happen to those guys? We'll see. Just hire new writers. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. So we got all that. Now let's go to questions. I did post it on YouTube, so we'll see if anybody on YouTube asked any questions. All right. We got a couple of questions, looks like. All right. We got Special K4006. Cavill might be king of the cameo with no face, right? And then, of course, we have Fabian Diaz-Gortez. Not need Cavill complete face. I think he... Is he a bot? Maybe. And then, of course, he has numerous hashtags. Numerous hashtags. So many hashtags. That guy, you know, he's shown up in the chat. He's, he's, he's a sell the... Snyderverse to Netflix kind of guy. Although he did not put that there. 
Put hashtag restore the Snyderverse, hashtag, of course, fire James Gunn and Peter Saffron, fire Dave Zaslov, Superman leg- hashtag Superman Legacy will flop, hashtag make Man of Steel 2, hashtag restore Man of Steel 2 Henry Cavill, hashtag restore Man of Steel 2. Again, these guys don't think about their hashtags. They really don't. That doesn't even make sense. Hashtag restore Man of Steel 2. What? Okay. Hashtag bring back Zack Snyder. Hashtag Henry Cavill is our Superman. (laughs) A lot of hashtags right there. Again, they're just coming up with like hashtags that don't even make any freaking sense sometimes. Just do restore the Snyderverse. That's it. I had somebody on my, uh, in my Twitter... Go like uh, hashtag sell Snyderverse to Netflix. And then they've also put hashtag sell Zack Snyder's Justice League to Netflix. And I'm like, wouldn't have the first hashtag just cover that whole thing? Now you guys are not even just making sense. I don't even know what the hell is happening right there. So, yeah, just doesn't. Yeah, it's just very strange. Very strange. But what can you do? All right, let's look at uh, let's look at some Twitter questions right here. See what's happening. All right, Lane Grohl is not the best frontman ever. Come on, Dave. He doesn't even come close to James Hep. Are you kidding me? God, what is your hate boner for Grohl, man? What is your hate boner for Grohl, Lane? The energy that Dave Grohl puts out there. Have you been to a Foo Fighters concert? I mean, James Hetfield's great too, but Grohl has twice the energy he's running around he shows up behind you he tells all kinds of jokes i'm just saying man i'm just saying watch watch a foo fighters concert watch a metallica one they're both going to be great but there's different energy there's different energy when it comes to both being a front man (sighs) always drinking the haterade i tell you tet um, I was thinking about Batman Cape Crusader again, since we're finally seeing animated movies killing it at the box office. I wonder if we might get a Phantasm-style tie-in movie for the series, or maybe Bruce Tim Batman Beyond movie. I like where your head's at. Like where your head's at, Tet. I hope. I hope for. I hope for that too. Yes, there needs to be more animation, especially in the, the CBM space. Eric Blake. So Dave. I've been going over the question of what happened to Michelle Pfeiffer's Selena, looking at Keaton's Bruce all hippie hobo. Well, since his Bruce married Selena, I'm thinking a tragic loss there. No Selena, certainly no Alfred either. He's alone. What you think? Yeah, he's most likely alone. But you never know. You never know what could happen. Because we saw in the crisis event on the newspaper that, yes, he did, in fact, marry Selena Kyle. Andrea. Hola, Dave. Hola, Andrea. Are there any scenes that were left out of Zack Snyder's Justice League that you uh, heard of? I remember Ezra talking about one where he's eating a bunch of burgers or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is. It's just the way it is. Um, The assembly cut for Zack Snyder's Justice League was five, six. I mean, the assembly cut was really, really freaking long. I would say that it was probably... Over five hours? I remember hearing something about it. But, I mean, that's just what happens, though. Sometimes you recruit... I mean, Zach always says anything that he storyboards and things that are in the script, he shoots. He says he he shoots like crazy. He says he overshoots, you know? He's always trying to... uh, He's always trying to um, 
shoot as much as he can. He wants to shoot as much as he can. And he always thinks that he doesn't have enough. But then, of course, when it comes to the editing process, you just got to tighten in, tighten down. And, and certain scenes might seem like they're going to work when you when you shoot them, but then it doesn't work on the flow. So it's all a bunch of editing and stuff like that. So, but, but yeah, if there was something like that. That would have been cool to see. Devil Steed. Yo, Dave, I know the word isn't great on uh, Aquaman 2, but I'm still hyped for the first, from the first. Is there hard proof behind a, the hard press? Even if you can't be specific, thanks. Post Aquaman 2, can you see Juan directing another character? Maybe horror-esque? Yeah, I mean, maybe. But who knows? He'll probably not want to do something like that for a while. Um, I just heard bad things. I've heard bad things from the people I talk to that it's not looking good for it. Um, so, yeah, it's just one of those things. Jacob, I like Christian Christian Hodson. I'm pretty sure you met Christina. And I like Andy. My thing with Brave and the Bold is that I'm not excited to see Damien at all. But, hey, hope you're having a good Monday, man. Yeah. Not too bad of a Monday. Mr. Devin Wooter. Dave, the Rock Hobbs movie was announced. What do you think the plot's got to be? He trying to recruit a new team in the movie. Do you think Henry Cavill should be a main villain in the movie to give us Superman? That would be crazy if that were to happen. You make a Hobbs movie, and then you're just like, fuck it. Let's make Henry Cavill the villain of the movie. I would not hate that at all. I think he could play a good villain. I mean, he did in Mission Impossible. What is your prediction of the Flash, Flash box office? I think it'll be, I think, I think it'll clear domestically. I'm thinking it'll clear $100 million. It definitely will clear $100 million domestically. That whole $70 million thing, no, there's no way that that's going to be the number. Darkness Under the Wind. Dave, question one. Do you see a moment in The Flash where we see Henry Cavill Superman talking to a reporter after saving the day? Uh, I don't know if it's going to get that crazy. Um, question two. If Andy really will direct Batman Brave and the Bull, do you think he will do a good job on making Batman traditional and the kind uh, general audience is familiar with? Yes. I think he's, he, it's not going to be as dark as Matt Reeves' Batman, and I think it's going to have a fantastical element, which, you know, you could see that in this movie. Uh, three, who do you think the... Jeez, you're asking way too many questions. Uh, the villain, I don't know. Probably, like, League of Shadows, maybe a race. Do you believe Keaton's Batman has the long gray hair and beard? Oh, okay, yeah, you kind of talked about... Kind of talked about that with Eric. Yeah, he probably just is, and he's probably depressed. Depressed. So he doesn't care about his looks. Mr. Nobody, hey, Dave, with all the re, uh, restructuring with the new DCU, what will the hierarchy look like? <laughs> well, it's not going to look like what what's his name wanted it. Uh, and will they slowly work their way to a new Justice League? I think they have to. I feel like they're going to keep Sasha Kaye. Time will tell. I can't imagine the new Aquaman will be a badass. Yeah, well, I mean, you kind of have to. I mean, that's what was great about what Zach did, casting Jason Momoa as Aquaman. It's like, all right, he's, Aquaman's always been the butt of a joke, so let's cast like a badass. And it fits. It just fits. It absolutely fits. He's Hawaiian, and he's a badass. Got the tattoos and everything. So hopefully they keep that tradition. Let's, you know, let's not put like a blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, who knows what they'll do. But yeah, let's not make him a pussy. Let's not make him a pussy. 
when it comes to that. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for those questions, guys. I surely appreciate it. Uh, how are we feeling out there? They're hoping Man of Steel 2 wasn't even Snyder's current plan. It wasn't. I mean, it was one. It was once. I mean, that's that's I know some people don't even realize that it's like, yeah, at one point they was like, oh, yeah, we'll do a sequel. But then all of a sudden when it came to the whole Batman versus Superman thing, that's where he started going like, all right, well. Now I want to tell this kind of story when it comes to it. Yeah, sh- somebody can do a Man of Steel, too. But after the whole, you know, obviously there was ideas. Brainiac was going to be part of Man of Steel, too, at one point. There was go- yeah, there's always going to be a Man of Steel, too. But when Zach brought up the idea of, like, what about bringing in Batman? It took it to a different level. And then it led into, well, let's, let's create the Justice League as opposed to just doing another sequel. So if anybody was going to do another sequel, it most likely wouldn't have done, it wouldn't have been Zack Snyder. It would have been somebody else that would have done a definitive Man of Steel 2 sequel. Even though technically BBS is a Man of 2 sequel, even Zack has said that. But if you were talking about a traditional one, it probably wouldn't have been him because he was making, you know, BBS and then pretty much a three-part Justice League movie. So he he wouldn't have done that, so... Diet Henry Cavill. Diet Henry Cavill. Blonde haired, uh, blue eyed MFers. <laughs> right? James Wan for Constantine. That would be pretty sweet. He should, he should do uh, uh, the Dark uh, Justice League Dark. If you're thinking about James Wan doing something else, Justice League Dark, that'd be sweet. Talia's Damien's mother. So she'd have to be, yeah, that's what I'm kind of wondering too. We're going to have, uh, we're gonna have Talia. In the movie, too. And like I said, there's going to be something mystical about it. It's not going to be a grounded Batman. It's not going to be a super grounded Batman when it comes to Brave and the Bold. So, anyways. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up. Appreciate you guys spending some time with me. Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Uh, Hit that notification bell. Subscribe. Become a member. Like I said, we're playing everything by ear because, like I said, I'm going to attempt to go see The Flash on Wednesday. So no Wednesday stream unless I do it, like, way early and it's short. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Might do a stream tomorrow. Again, playing it by ear. Follow me on Twitter. That's where I'll keep up with it. I'll even probably record a short to update you guys of what's happening. But as of right now, we're playing everything by ear when it comes to um, the second Film Junkie Live of the week. It might not even happen at all. Who knows? But hopefully, you know, fingers crossed that I'll actually get into the Flash screening and uh, I'll have a first reaction. I'll have a full-on review. I'll have a spoiler review. And uh, that'll make up for the lack of uh, a second show this week. So anyways, guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you for spending time. And um, yeah, I'll, we'll, I'll see you guys whenever. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. Talk to you later. <laughs>